Seeing your textbook come to life, that was real for me. Your dietetic internship, it's, it's real people, it's real scenarios. It's having a real impact in the real world. Hi everyone, I'm your host, Liz Waluka, and you're listening to the Sports RD Snippets Podcast. I'll be interviewing sports dietitians across the country and learning about their career paths on becoming a sports RD. Whether you are a student interested in becoming a sports dietitian, an early professional, or a sports dietitian yourself that wants to learn more about the different paths to becoming a sports RD, this podcast is for you. Let's be real, everyone's journey is a bit different, so let's go check it out. Hi everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Sports RD Snippets. I'm so excited to start this podcast and for those of you that are listening, just a little background on why I started this in the first place. The crazy thing about it was it's never even been on my bucket list to start a podcast. I was never thinking about it at all and I recently just finished my master's, which I've been completing over the course of three years, and I guess I didn't realize how much time I was spending on it, because when I finished, I was like, oh, like I have some time, and I my first thought was with COVID-19, quarantine, and the unknown of the fall, anyone that wants to get into the field right now of sports nutrition, there's just not many opportunities right now for hands-on, on-site experience just due to the circumstances that we're in. So the main purpose of this podcast is that I'll be interviewing sports dietitians across the country and they'll be sharing advice, insights, challenges, and rewards of the profession and basically snippets of their career path up until this point. And my hope is that anyone that wants to become a sports dietitian can take something away from these sports RD interviews and use them for their own experience on, you know, their journey to becoming a sports dietitian. So today I'm going to take you through my career path up until this point and share how I became a sports RD. All right, so let's get started. So today I'm going to take you through my career path up until this point from high school to college, dietetic internships, sports nutrition fellowship, and then up until current my full-time job today. So let's go. All right, so I grew up outside of Boston in Sharon, Mass, and I played three varsity sports in high school. I played soccer, basketball, and lacrosse. And I could have played basketball at the Division III level. However, I always wanted that normal college experience, you know, going to a big school. And I also had a deficient hip, which I'll talk about a little later. So it probably wasn't going to work out playing sports in college. And, you know, I wanted that regular college experience. So I remember my high school basketball coach said to me, She was like, Liz, you have to hang up the shoes someday. And that actually really helped me with closure on my, you know, athletic career. And I decided to go to Syracuse University in the fall. And what I didn't realize about being a three-sport varsity athlete and then going to a regular human, basically, um, in college, I, I struggled a lot to find myself. I didn't really know who I was anymore. I was Liz the athlete. Like, I didn't even know how to go to the gym because I was just so used to, you know, always having a schedule. I was always busy, always playing a sport. And that reality hit me pretty hard my freshman fall. I also went in undecided as well. So, you know, you're not part of a group. You're not part of a team, which didn't help my case either. 
And my second semester of my freshman year, I joined a sorority, shout out DG. And for me, that was like the team I needed. I don't think it was that I wish I played basketball because, you know, my hip, I wasn't going to make it. Um, And I really just found my team and people I could connect with, which was really all I needed. And then leaving my freshman second semester, I gained the freshman 15, shocker. And I remember I wasn't that upset about gaining the freshman team, freshman 15. I was just like, oh, I should lose it. Like, you know, this will be fun and something to do over the summer. And I worked at Camp Tevia, an overnight camp I've been going to the majority of my life at the time. So, you know, it was a like a closed space. I was almost like in a bubble where, you know, I didn't have to worry about, you know, eating out or things like that. And at that time, I had probably some food rules, disordered eating, but I was just uneducated because I was just trying to, you know, lose the weight. I believe at the time I thought you could take a cookie out of your diet forever, but that doesn't work. And that also sounds miserable. So I lost all the weight that I gained my freshman year and, you know, I felt great. And, you know, I was obviously passionate about nutrition because, you know, I lost the weight. I'm feeling great. And I decided to become a nutrition major at Syracuse going into my sophomore year. So I was really lucky that Syracuse had a program. Okay, so I'm going into my sophomore year and I feel great. What I didn't realize was the food rules that I had from over the summer don't really work in a dining hall or probably nowhere else in life. But that my sophomore year, I gained all the weight back that I lost. And I remember at the end of my sophomore year, I was like, oh, I'm going to go see a dietitian, not because I don't know how to lose the weight because I lost it that previous summer, but because, you know, I'm a nutrition major and I want to become a dietitian. So I want to see like, you know, what they really do. And the crazy thing about that meeting was I really went in like not thinking I had an issue with food because before that meeting, I thought, you know, you had to have an eating disorder to have an unhealthy relationship with food but really there's so many people that fall in the middle and are struggling or that don't have a healthy relationship with food and um, this dietitian really helped me and um, she used motivational interviewing on me intuitive eating like all of that and so um, that changed my relationship with food and then I know I talked about my deficient hip in high school but long story short my entire childhood I always had speed and talent and I was basically playing sports on a deficient hip that just didn't work anymore. And as kind of my freshman and sophomore year um, progressed, the pain kind of got worse. It kind of hurt to walk and it was just my quality of life was compromised. So the summer that I saw that dietitian who changed my relationship with food, I also had a total right hip replacement. So I had hip surgery. Most people are like, oh my God, like, are you a grandmother? Um, No, but... Um, I do go off in security when I go through airports, but for me, it was the best thing that I could have ever done because first off my relationship with food, I had food freedom and, you know, I had confidence there, but now physically, you know, I felt so much better because I got those things back that, you know, I didn't have before. So I really went into my junior year feeling great. I go into my junior year and... I'm feeling really great. I feel like my old self, the basketball confident Liz in high school. And I remember that spring, I was planning on studying abroad in London with my friends, but 
I was sitting in a class one day in the fall and I had this light bulb moment that I'll never forget. And I was like, I don't want to go to London. I want to go to Australia alone. And it was just crazy because that would have never even crossed my mind my freshman year. And I went to Australia alone, which is kind of crazy too, because I don't feel like I ever went alone abroad because I met so many people there. But um, taking that risk in a way, that just kind of felt like, not like the old me, but I just felt like I had my confidence back. And, you know, that decision also kind of set the trajectory for the rest of my career up until this point. And what I didn't realize was after I studied abroad that spring semester, I was greeted by 18 nutrition courses. I'm sorry, 18 credits of nutrition courses my senior fall. I knew there were no nutrition credits um, abroad, but I don't think I really understood what was waiting for me in the fall. And um, if if you can do anything, don't do that if you're going to be an incoming senior. Um, You know, your fall is really stressful in general because obviously you're applying to the DI in the spring, but... You know, I was trying to do everything I could to get my GPA up in order to be competitive for the application process. And, you know, I remember now like staying in and when everyone else was going out and just like working on something or always studying. And at the time, you don't really know what you're working for, but you are working for something. It it's actually does happen or you see the hard work you put in. But at the time, you know, you don't really know what you're working for. And my senior spring, the... Um, I applied to three dietetic internships. I believe at the time, I don't know the advice right now, but every application you apply for, you have to pay for. So you don't want to apply to so many because you have to pay for them. And then second, you also want to make sure you apply to ones that, you know, you definitely want to go to because if you get matched, you kind of have to go. And there's also only a 50% match rate across the country. So I remember... It's, it's this matching system. So it's like 7 p.m. in April and you're about to log in and see if you got matched. And I got this feeling that it just wasn't going to happen. I just was getting that vibe. And, you know, I clicked the link, I logged in and I did not get matched. And, you know, at the time, you know, you're devastated, right? You spend four years, you know, working towards, you know, you want to become a dietitian and the only ticket out is to get matched to a dietetic internship. And, you know, at the time, it feels like your world's over in a way, but I knew not to take it personally because, you know, the match rate is so low and I only applied to three schools, but I mean, it's devastating. And, you know, I did everything I could to, um, you know, apply to second round or, um, you know, find different programs. And I was studying for a biochem final and I Googled California ISPs, which are basically called Individualized Supervised Practice Pathway Programs. They're very similar to DIs. Um, the only difference was I applied to Pepperdine's program and they handpicked their applicants versus like a matching system. And I found Pepperdine's program and I was like, I've never heard of it before and called my parents and they were like, yeah, like you can apply. I graduated college Like I applied for Pepperdine, I graduated college and I had nothing lined up after graduation. And I think that's like your biggest fear is like, oh, you want to have something ready to go. So, you know, you can become an RD or whatever career path you're on. You, you want to have that thing right when you graduate to kind of move on to. But for me, it was the unknown at the time. And a month after I graduated, I actually found out that I got into Pepperdine. And I remember not one second in my mind, no doubt I was, I was going, I was so excited. And that really 
open the door to my career and where it was going to take me. Okay, so now on to the dietetic internship. I flew from Boston to LA and I remember getting off the plane and walking towards baggage claim and I felt this big pit in my stomach and I said in my head, I was like, turn around, I want to go back. And it was so crazy because I don't think I was nervous. I think when I got off the plane, it was like the reality of you are here, this is happening and you're staying here for 10 months. I hope it works out. And long story short, I was so fortunate that I loved the dietetic internship experience I was a good student in undergrad, but, you know, seeing your textbook come to life, like, that was real for me. Your dietetic internship, it's real people, it's real scenarios, it's having a real impact in the real world, and that was so exciting for me, working with different preceptors and, you know, learning about the different realms, and my director at the time, shout out Sunny, she told me I had two weeks open in my rotations and asked if I wanted to go to UCLA and work with their sports dietitian for some hours. And I was an athlete, so I was like, sure, that sounds like fun. Not thinking much of it. We didn't have a sports dietitian at Syracuse, so I didn't know any different. And I remember when I got to UCLA, I met Beth Miller, who was the sports dietitian there at the time. And she was the one that told me about the Collegiate and Professional Sports Dietitians Association, also known as CPSDA, which basically opened up my world to, you know, my career path up until this point. And, you know, working with Beth and seeing how to operate a fuel station, I got to observe grocery store tours, helped out with cooking classes, sat in on a one-on-one session. And I just really enjoyed the collegiate setting, seeing two passionate parties, dietitians and athletes working together, just huge on life skills and really just a fun environment. And it worked out too that um, I was only supposed to be there for two weeks, but um, my director found a way where I could stay on once a week for, you know, three months to gain more experience in sports nutrition, which was huge for me. And Beth told me about the SNP program, also known as the Sports Nutrition Immersion Program, sponsored by Gatorade and CPSDA, which is basically a program where early sports dietitians or someone who wants to get into the field of sports nutrition, who wants to become dietitians, they get to work under a veteran sports dietitian for you know, an eight-month period of time, and they'll gain the skills in order to you know, go off on their own and get a full-time job. And what's interesting about this program, it's, it's a matching system. So you don't know where you're going to get matched to if you get matched. And, you know, I remember applying for the program and having the interviews and it, it felt like a dream that, you know, the sports nutrition thing kind of fell into my lap. And I, I just felt so lucky that now I was talking with people that, you know, we shared the same passions and visions and goals and all of those things. And I remember had the interviews in one morning in March Kelsey Gomes, the director of sports nutrition at UNC, texted me. She was like, hey, Liz, can I give you a phone call later? And I remember at that time, I was like, oh, my goodness, my life changed again. I, like, I'm moving across the country. And that was super exciting that, you know, I knew before my dietetic, dietetic internship ended that I'd be, you know, moving on to the SNP program to, you know, become a sports dietitian. I finished the dietetic internship in June. I only had three weeks before I moved to UNC. So I actually was studying for the RD exam while I was in Chapel Hill. I remember going to the Chapel Hill Public Library, which is really funny. But, um, you know, I got to UNC and 
Um, I remember I took the exam. I'm so happy I passed. That was very stressful. But basically, the awesome thing about the SNP program is it really gets your feet wet. You get you really get immersed in the program, which is in the name. But you know you, that's a time where you really get to work on your counseling techniques, team talks. And I was really fortunate to work with football and swimming and diving. Usually with SNP, you're assigned one or two teams that you get full oversight of. So I assisted with football, but had swimming and diving for my own, planning their programming. And I remember doing a recruit recruiting talk with the diving coach and a recruit. And the diving coach was like, hey, Liz, um, we go to Hawaii and we on our training trip and we have um, a kitchen, we stay in a house, we go to the grocery store. Um, Would you like to come with us on training trip? And I was like, oh my goodness, like that sounds amazing. And it actually happened. And what's crazy about that trip was it was incredible. I knew it was going to be a great trip, but just the presence of a dietitian, I think that's what it showed me the most, how much being with the team 24 seven for 10 days for dietitians, it's those team talks we do, our plan with our teams throughout the year to you know help them stay educated. But being with the team 24-7 for 10 days, it's those everyday conversations that make a difference and help with buy-in and trust. And it was just an incredible experience, one that I'm not sure I could ever top. Um, and I also got the chance to work with football, which was also huge, learning like how to fuel a football player. What does preseason fueling look like? Training table, um, travel nutrition, halftime nutrition, all of those things. So I really got a great experience that really helped me understand what type of role I was potentially looking for after I finished the fellowship or my values as a sports dietitian. And it really helped me, you know, kind of come into my own and feel passionate about, you know, certain things. So yeah, I finished up SNP and I was on to look for my first full-time job. I had no clue about what it was really like to look for a job. Hence, this is my first time, you know, looking for my first full-time job. And what I wish I knew is I wish I knew it was difficult. I wish I knew it was a roller coaster of emotions. Um, for anyone that went to the CPSDA conference in 2019, I actually spoke about my experience because I just... I wish I wasn't so blindsided and I hope I know now is probably a really hard time for people to interview, especially during COVID-19 and just to normalize that the process is really hard. And for myself at the time, I was just a dietitian. I didn't have my master's. I wasn't a board certified specialist in sports dietetics. So, um, you know, I tried to apply to some GA um graduate assistant positions, but there just weren't many opened at the time. And that would have been a role where I would have worked as a sports dietitian and they would have paid for the school would have paid for my master's. But I decided to just start my master's online through Northeastern University and continue looking for a job. And long story short, I really struggled for the first three months, which looking back doesn't sound like a long time, but when you're in it, it feels like a lifetime. And, you know, what I learned from all the interviews I had that maybe the job didn't work out was there is something from each interview that I picked up on, on not just something I could learn to take to my next interview, but also figuring out what I wanted, what I needed and where I felt like I could be the best fit. And that just helped me tremendously. Um, I kind of like hit a switch in the middle of like after those three months on realizing like, Liz, you can't just sit back and like wait for people to email you back. Like you, you have to be a go-getter 
and you know you have to be aggressive and you know aggressive and polite in in the process but you know you have to you have to want it and i just kind of learned how the interview process works and four months in i had three interviews lined up in a row which was crazy for me because it felt so hard the first three months and i remember leaving my house and my parents house and i was like I am not coming back without a job. Like I was so determined that this was my time. And I remember UConn was my last stop. And I was really hoping that that job would work out. And, you know, I had the interview, it felt right. And the next day I I got the call. And I remember saying 100% yes to the position. And till this day, I would still, when I look back, I still say 100% yes. And I, my first full-time job, I became the first full-time director of sports nutrition at UConn. Okay, so now I am the director of sports nutrition at UConn in my first full-time job. And I remember it felt like I won an internship for six weeks and it was just going to be over because it felt so surreal that this was really my life. And uh, the good news was it, it was permanent. It was not an internship, but it felt really like a dream. It was my dream job and it really still is. And when I look back, I've been at UConn for three years and I look back, you know, you come into a new place and you have your mission, your vision, your values, your philosophy on how you imagine that your program would look like or how you would build it. And to be able to look back and see your athletes reap the benefits of what what you set out for them to have is it's just pretty incredible and it's been rewarding from counseling, team talks, cooking classes, demos, social media. And, you know, I created those things and I made those available to our athletes. But when I look back, it doesn't even feel like I really did it because the program feels so much bigger than myself. And that's probably a really special part about building a program is like feeling Huskies feels so much bigger than me. And like, I can't even, it doesn't feel real that I really was even a part of it, which sounds so crazy because obviously I was, but that's been super rewarding. And just being at UConn and working with every team in some capacity has been so cool. Um, and things like attending conferences and workshops, things I didn't really think, think too much about like when you become a sports dietitian you're kind of like or you get a job you're like I'm here but you don't think about like kind of what's next and for myself like I never even thought about speaking at conferences or that I even liked to do that until I was asked and I've just learned so much about myself in three years and from attending workshops through CPSDA those have helped me tremendously on how to even build a program and not just build one build a sustainable one so that's also been huge part of my career up until this point and has been extremely helpful. Um, and this past year I took the CSSD exam. So now I'm a board certified specialist in sports dietetics. And I recently completed my master's through Northeastern over the course of three years. So I spread that out and worked full time. And it was the best thing that I could have ever done to, you know, still work, but have, my master's on the side to complement what I was doing. And right now I just, I feel grateful for where I am in my career and, you know, what I've been able to do up until this point, I'm still building, but I'm just really excited to see what's next.
Thanks so much for listening to the very first episode of Sports RD Snippets. I hope today you found this first episode helpful with rewards, insights, and challenges on becoming a sports dietitian. If you made it this far, thanks again for listening, and I'm excited to bring on my very first guest.